0: Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode 112 of I'm On a Flank. I'm one of your hosts, John George, alongside Joe Kirkpatrick. Say hello, Joe.
1: Hey, everybody.
0: Joe, we got a nice little pre-BlizzCon show here. Almost like a BlizzCon. Usually we'd have like a BlizzCon preview because uh, the World Cup is happening, but uh, this time I guess we're yeah. just we're just uh we, we got some they got shock versus the world and stuff like that happening but we've got a lot of other news as well um with some player signings which is 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 nice it's a change of pace we haven't had that in a little bit so
1: yeah i guess usually we'd be doing our blizzcon preview episode in you know october though also so. <laughs> yeah yeah
0: we're a little <laughs> it's a little different this year uh, but we'll start. We'll start the show off with our signings, and then uh, move into some Blizzard and general Overwatch news. Basically, some competitive news as well. Um, but first up is uh, Boston Uprising signings that have been rumored for a while uh, and have finally happened officially. Uh, Faith and Valentine joining the Boston Uprising. Uh, both WGS Phoenix guys, and if you haven't been following the Boston Uprising or the show this off season. Uh, basically, Boston Uprasic has has taken a good chunk of WGS Phoenix, um, who did really well in contenders this past year. Uh, three players in I'm 37 and now Faith and Valentine alongside their head coach, Lori. So uh, I think people expected uh, some more WGS Phoenix guys, and I, I think both these signings complete a pretty good off-season for the Boston Uprising. But I'm a bit biased. If you didn't know, I work for the Boston <laughs> Uprising. So, Joe, why don't you give your opinion on these signings?
1: Yeah, no, it was good. Um, the, the story behind these is, is funny. Uh, I, I guess you probably know the Boston social media manager personally. Um, mm-hmm would be my guess, but, um, but as, as far as I can tell, uh, the plan was to make this announcement probably on the 14th of February, if I had to guess, <laughs> uh, but the Overwatch League themselves actually made a, uh, uh, some kind of news article, I forget what the topic was, um, But they were like, you know, go around and interview players to get inputs on stuff. And one of the players they talked to uh, was Valentine of the Boston Uprising. (laughs) It was it was an article.
0: It was an article where they like had all the coaches predict who was going to be like MVP and like rookie of the year and and rookie of the year. And some people had him as rookie of the year. Some people even haven't had him getting votes for MVP. So, Um, but and it confirmed. It didn't only confirm he was in the league. It said Valentine boston uprising
1: so <laughs> yeah <laughs> so at that point they uh, the announcement was finally made uh, i guess it's a weeks ago now but uh, but yeah i, I think uh, you're definitely right i think um i mean you know, we've said this i feel like you've said this about boston um in lots of these subsequent off seasons uh which is good that um yeah this, this just does look like good um you know roster upgrades and improvements um, you know on the when we're looking at the paper roster from last season I mean uh, bringing soon back in that was an exciting signing right um, uh, I have 37 as well um, now with their their four-man DPS line, lot. Uh, the Valentine and color hex but um, the you know the big names coming back um, shaking stuff up <laughs> just trying to um, you, you know trying to come up with something out of the out of the organization but even at the same thing um, um, you know, we'll be able to show off hopefully um uh, or Boston will, um the the super nice abilities of uh players like Punk and Young Bong and um McBrain and Stan One from I believe Shanghai what
0: was his uh, most recent yeah, team. Stan One was
1: Shanghai. Yeah. Um, uh, just, just lots of lots of super um uh, super interesting combinations we're looking at, I think, here. Um they, yeah, has potentially definitely to be um you know better um maybe you know, better and better and better like i said um just based on the way um uh, season sort of evolved
0: yeah i mean it's it's pretty easy to be better than last year for for the uprising i'll tell you that much so that's uh, true yeah it, it definitely seems like it could happen for sure um but yeah that's exciting as I know the players will be arriving Uh, most of the players will be arriving this week so that's exciting Uh, obviously a little bit of bumps for like fusions who I don't know if anyone's heard but there's like a big ban right now on UK people traveling to the US uh, because of the strain of COVID that has really started to um, spread over there so fusions might have some trouble getting over here but uh, it's looking like most of the roster will be here this week, which is exciting uh, but next signing, London Spitfire uh, one of the first teams to pick up some leftovers from that LA Valiant roster that imploded and it's Shacks, which is I think one of the best pickups you could get from that roster that imploded as well so, uh, good pickup, honestly, we, we obviously went into the season knowing London Spitfire was not, this was a rebuild they're not going to try to win this year um, but getting Shaxx, I think, is a is a good pickup for sure. I, I think you could definitely get some wins just with, with Shaxx and if Tracer is meta, um, which Tracer is pretty good right now, and at least in comp. So, yeah, Joe, what do you think about the signing?
1: Yeah, um, I think you're absolutely right. Um, that's, um, you know, the DPS line, uh won Spitfire before uh, the signing. Obviously, they have, let's say, a hybrid um, and Sparta. Yeah, I guess. Uh, that's true. That's true. Um, but yeah, now adding Shacks too. You've got the flexibility, and you've got um, a ho- some, hopefully some good experience for um, a, again, relatively, relatively rookie. Um, uh, you, you know, re- re- a relatively rookie roster uh, compared to you know some of the other teams that they'll be that they'll be um competing in so that's that part's exciting. Um uh, and actually I didn't even notice um <laughs> this is, is a live live revelation on air here. Um yeah the Oh no no that's different. Just kidding.
0: Okay.
1: Um <laughs> the that Fuse Fuse retired but he didn't retire from the team he retired yeah okay that's a different thing. Okay. <laughs> uh, but yes, it's good. <laughs> good signing for London. I, I, I'm with you on that. Uh got got distracted. Um but yeah, no, that's um uh, it, it definitely gives like for them. Um i see you know, if uh necessarily the the, the team roster changes the tweet and the beginning of the season. Um, you know, with seven plus seven plus Sparker it's certainly possible that um that it doesn't, I believe. Uh, um in which case, yeah, sorta of, sort of minimalist, but uh, hopefully they'll be uh, able to work work really well together.
0: Yeah, I imagine they were just going to go with that seven to be honest, and and hope, and then Shacks just happened to become a free agent, so they're like, yeah, let's grab him, and he happens to be European too, so <laughs> yeah, that works out. Uh, another idea and all that. Oh yeah, <laughs> um, another LA Valiant player that got signed was Lastro. Of course, he's a good player, but he's more well known for being fined for saying sexual things in the chat uh, he's a support player and he's joined the Toronto Defiant um, joins Asun J and Aztec on that support line and honestly this Defiant roster is shaping up pretty good they got Sato on there Hisu Logics has been just consistently good um, so yeah Toronto is like I feel like they're kind of just with this edition of Lastro as well they're kind of just hovering like in an unknown area for me personally i I just don't i think they have the potential to be pretty good with these names um but there is a chance that it just doesn't work out because it seems like they really just like mishmashed a bunch of old players together which is i believe something they've like done before
1: basically um so yeah i mean yeah debut toronto was just sign all canadian players you can (laughs) yeah um
0: and yeah it just feels like it feels like Toronto's almost the place where like um korean players like kind of go to retire or something in my opinion. like it just seems like they pick up these korean players that like the big teams drop like um fusion drop and shanghai drop and s- stuff like that and like kariv and all these people that they seem to just pick up the leftovers um and it just doesn't work out for them, really. <laughs> so, yeah. We'll, we'll see what happens this year. So, that's why it's kind of up in the air for me, still, on this one. But last year, I think, is a good signing. He's a good player. So. Um, what's next? Uh, Sharp has left Atlanta, um, which is kind of unfortunate, I, I think. I, I, their roster gets smaller. I'm not that impressed by this roster right now. So... Yeah, um, I, I think having <laughs> as many players as you can but will be great, but either way, I don't think Sharp added that much to this roster anyways.
1: Yeah, they're, they're definitely hanging on to a you know, big core of what they were able to work with um, uh, last season, obviously. In fact, I think their only new signing is, um, uh, I guess they're, they're grouped together here, but yeah, their only new signing being KSP, uh, who's now going to go by Kai, apparently, uh, which is his actual first name. Oh
0: um, yeah, I was confused who uh, Kai was, and I like clicked on it. and I was like,
1: "What?" Oh uh, yeah, yeah no, it's it's KSP. <laughs> uh, it was, you know, basically, uh, you you gotta fit pretty well into that into that whole sharp left, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. but um, um but, but yeah, other than that, um, like exclusively, this, this is the the last season in Atlanta. I'll, yeah, so uh, yeah, the question comes up. You know, is that going to be worth? Um, are they going to be able to keep up with um, you know these other rosters in the in the offseason shuffle? Um, and yeah, it's hard to say. We have to see um, where exactly they solidify.
0: Yeah, it's just like they were they were like mid table last year, and they didn't really add enough for me to think they improve. And other teams have just added more that make me think they improve. So at that point, Atlanta could just drop because of that. Um, but yeah, we'll we'll see what happens. I think I think KSP was great on on LA Valley. That's another great piece. I mean, these three, Shacks, KSP, and and Lester are the thir- first three I expected to find a home, and they were. So nice. Uh, another signing for the Washington Justice. Their full Korean roster adds another Korean, an assassin, uh, who's a, who's been on Runaway since 2019. Um so basically he was one of the players that probably came in to replace the original Vancouver Titan runaway roster. So yeah, and, and runaway's been pretty consistently good since then as well, obviously. So Um he joins Tuba Decay and Jerry, which is already three pretty damn good D P S players. So um,
1: Absolutely, yeah. Um yeah, Washington um, among these Atlantic teams, definitely one to watch. Uh, uh, I forget if we said this already today, but uh, we will be profiling all these teams uh, here in the next coming weeks um, in advance of uh, the start of the league, uh, which obviously hasn't been announced yet, but um, once we find that out, we'll be able to, to start working on that. But yeah, uh, definitely Washington's um, um, going have, gonna to have lots to prove and I think they've got lots of uh, the ability to uh, keep up some of that um, hot streak they had you know, by this time last season.
0: Oh yeah, I mean, they literally just needed decade to carry their entire team last year, and now they've they've actually added some great pieces this off season, and yeah, this is going to be a good team. Uh, it's it's definitely going to be a good team. I'm I'm expecting probably the best iteration of the Washington Justice so far, which isn't saying much, I guess, but uh, it' pretty exciting. They'll they'll definitely be competitive. Uh, okay, well that's it for signings slash one person leaving. Um, next we got some just general Overwatch news, uh, and you probably know by now, Lunar New Year's on right now, in-game, um, with some great skins, my god, Joe, I they, I feel like they've just been banging out some amazing skins lately, um, so I, I've been playing some Lunar New Year to get some Lunar New Year boxes, um, stuff like that. Uh, They got some game modes too, which I haven't noticed. What were those, Joe? Capture the flag, maybe?
1: Yeah, yeah. So um, yeah, the patch came out on the fourth of February, but obviously since since our last um, since the last show we recorded. But yeah, uh, a bunch of skins, like you said, uh, they're doing the normal, um, uh, you know, through the three weeks of the event, they'll have three different skins you can win Uh, if you get your nine wins um, per week. Uh, we'll probably yeah, I guess uh, if I had think about it, getting um, get near the, right near the end of week two um, for uh, that event. So it's uh, so your opportunity to get the um, skin this week. Which one was first? BAP, yeah, Bap skin this week. Yeah. The BAP skin was Bap. first, so yeah, and that was my favorite. Uh, Same. <laughs> I really like the the uh, Terracotta Medic Baptiste. Um, but yeah, so you get, get your break here in the next couple days, and then uh, Reaper uh, on week 3. Uh, but yeah, they also came out with a new game mode. Obviously the uh, Capture the Flag is back, um, as well as their Capture the Flag Blitz, um, but also a, a game mode called Bounty Hunter uh, if you're playing in the arcade. Um, and the first person to get a kill becomes the target. Uh, then you get extra points for killing the target um, for the rest of the round. Um, so that's kind of cool. Otherwise, it's you know a deathmatch-type thing.
0: Um, nice. re-
1: yeah. Uh, Replay Viewer got an update in this patch. Um, there are some uh, fine-grained playback controls is the way they describe it. Uh, which the uh, speed, in particular, of the playback from 0.1 times, um, uh, you get smaller increments of playback Excuse me. Uh, all the way up to all the way up to normal speed. Um, so so it's, it's a, little, a little finer. You can make you know better videos and stuff as far as that goes. Um, and uh, then a bunch of bug, bug fixes. Basically, was the rest of that batch. Um, but so Lunar New Year will be uh, will be out until January twenty fifth. Uh, we got like, get another just over a week for that. Um, trying to think. Uh, what might be next um i guess usually it's uh anniversary a bit of a break right anniversary. yeah it's well uh, i don't know that's like april or something I yeah maybe, maybe that is i don't think they have a it, I, between
0: it though maybe they do like a val- yeah or no the valentine's day already happened What am I saying
1: um yeah it, but, might, it might just be an or, or archives When is archives
0: oh yeah it might be archives Wait, when's the anniversary? At
1: January. it's <laughs> the anniversary so April? Like...
0: Yeah, I think it's April. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know the
1: order. <laughs> well, at, at any rate, there's there's still like 10 days left in this event. So um, so that's cool. That's a, a live patch we got going there. Nice. Uh, and we did have an experimental patch as well. Yeah, like, uh, like I think you were just getting introduced. No, <laughs> yeah. yeah. uh, It came out on the 11th. So yeah, it's been out for... A few days now here as well, uh, but we did get a few changes to some tanks uh, and to Reaper the Tank Buster. Uh, starting with Arisa, um, her Fortify now she cannot get headshot uh, while her Fortify is active, so everything is just double damage, no uh, double damage for headshot, uh, which seems like the biggest change I think in this batch, uh, as far as as, far as I can tell. Uh, obviously, it's um, not. Like, um, you, you know, she her, her headshot still works when she's not using Fortify, uh, but it makes that ability more powerful, um, um, which is is significant because I mean that's that's one of her like go to like this is why you pick a reset type thing. There you go. Um, I mean, so in that sense, it's kind of nice. I know it's relatively severe or relatively like intense of a change. Um, so we're interested to see how and if that uh, makes it through. Because, again, it's one of these experimental patches that is likely just to go uh, more or less straight through to live, I would think. Yeah,
0: that one's an interesting uh, one. Reaper.
1: Exciting. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, Reaper, uh, as the DPS hero, obviously the only one that got changed on this patch. Um, the spread for his guns was reduced from 8 to 6. Uh, it's much more, uh, much tighter now, but I guess 25%. Tighter, um, but the damage per projectile has been reduced from seven to six. Um, so that does um, uh, somebody somebody did the math or did, did like a demonstration demonstration video on Reddit, and so that does mean um, at close range uh, you're doing less damage overall, um, just because your max damage has gone down. But at longer range, um, um, at longer range, that's going to go up. Because um, because your spread is going down as well, so that's that's helpful, um, and it makes um, it, it just yeah it increases Reaper's effective range a little bit. Um, uh, and then Winston got himself a change; uh, he'll be slightly more resilient, says the notes against shotguns, beams, and weapons, uh, with uh, fifty more armor, um, and then um, fifty less health, you know, to, to compensate for that. Now so he's 150 armor and 350 health uh, for his total of 500 hit points. Uh, and then finally, wrecking ball um, got the experimental change as well. Uh, the knockback of his uh, grappling claw. So whenever you get hit with uh, the boop from the ball, um, the knockback strength has been reduced by 25. percent uh, And uh, the comment there, which makes sense, you know, if you look at the comment. Um, it says that they did it primarily because the um, the knockback is too strong for how often it can occur. Because obviously, if you're a, if you're a good wrecking ball player, you can be um, really activating that a lot. Um, so that's uh, you, you know to try to compensate for that, bring down the bring down the power a little bit. Um, it, it means means you'll have to get better at your at your more frequent boops, I'm sure too. Yeah. But um, um, yeah that's those that's why i know about that for this 3 patch um again been up for for several days it so probably doesn't have too much more life left in it but i imagine we can we can expect a similar version um coming to life before too long
0: yeah nice changes i mean i think winston's definitely needs a buff and um Ball ball's a bit a bit overpowered right now so yeah i think uh, i think these are some good changes all right uh next up is uh 2021 path to pro update posted on reddit um a nice long little post um but the main points uh we'll just go over uh, basically big one Contenders south america is ending uh, which it seems every year they're kind of just dropping a new section of contenders this this year at south america sure. um Which is sad. I think we had like one just really good team from Brazil. I can't remember what it was called. That was just constantly um, doing well. And one of their players made it to Overwatch League and was pretty good. I can't remember who it was. Uh, But yeah. Contender South America ending. Sad. Land competitions won't be happening in 2021. Which was definitely expected um it's they're barely happening in overwatch league from the announcement they made so i don't think we expected a contenders to be able to do that um next they were they're working to ease the process of holding third-party events particularly in regions with no contender support um which yeah obviously would be nice in south america and other places they've dropped before to To make it so third-party tournaments can happen um more often i think it's ridiculous that the process is um bad enough that they they're not allowing that to happen so yeah (laughs) please do change that um and then the open division is going to have a is this like a new it's called pro points system um might be a new points system to get teams into contenders basically um, I don't know yeah, if you can look at specifics at the post, I guess.
1: Uh, yeah, for those of you playing in open division. Because um, I, I think they used to have is it like a, like qualifying tournaments and some yeah. kind of Swiss system, I want to say. Um, yeah, it's yeah, yeah, so like they're, they're going to be moving sort of towards a, a points format for that. So. Interesting,
0: okay. Yeah, I don't know exactly how they chose the open division teams before, but it was last year. It was just like they would basically have like a Swiss bracket tournament to see if they would get promoted to contenders. So, yeah, that'll be interesting to see as well. It seems they change the system each year, so no consistency in contenders. Um, but yeah, up next is Overwatch League at BlizzCon, BlizzCon Online, which. Is going to be exciting. Um, Overwatch League specifically just has, I believe, the whole Bliss Online schedule is out now. Um, and Overwatch League just has uh, Shock versus the World, which is February 20th, the Saturday at 3 Eastern. Uh, which You're is exciting, yeah, which is going to be a best of five competition with f- five, um five different events at which they're going to play all five. So, I guess it's not really best of 5, they should have just said, yeah, it's five challenges. Um which look exciting. 12 hooks one hole is one of them. Um it's it's 6v6 showdown, chuckle challenge, battle of the boops and tactical drawing. Um imagine th- th- a good amount of those are like workshop th- things. So, if you don't know what those are, I don't blame you. Um, but it, they're all super entertainment. I mean, Chuckle Challenge is gonna be Super versus Jeff Kaplan. So yeah, that's gonna be amazing. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. I wonder if that sounds that sounds almost like they're gonna do like <laughs> you know puns or something.
0: Yeah, I don't know what the Chuckle Challenge <laughs> just is, at but. each other. Oh. <laughs> they're just it's just a joke off.
1: Yeah,
0: <laughs> uh, yeah. That'll be <laughs> Battle of the Boops is Krusty versus Lucio Dad. So. Yeah, all these seem like they're gonna be hilarious and fun. Uh, I definitely check that out. And then at the end of everything, they're going to actually announce the Overwatch League schedule. So I'm sure we'll get a start date and everything then, uh, which is is very exciting. Uh, but yeah, I, that's that's what's gonna be happening as far as Overwatch League goes. Uh, we did find out from from. Uh, stockholder call or stockholder meeting maybe that overwatch 2 is not expected to come out this year so don't expect overwatch 2 at blizzcon online at all well in a form that makes it seem like it's coming out this year possibly we get some more if i had to predict we we get some more reveals on like the redesigns for heroes and what they look like in overwatch 2 maybe maybe we get another mission we see stuff like that maybe we get to take a look at another map
1: at least a nice cinematic (laughs) give give us some more or something
0: we've gotten the cinematic at every BlizzCon for Overwatch so I guarantee that's going to happen again Um, but yeah I wouldn't expect much Overwatch this year from from BlizzCon Online besides this Overwatch League thing and some uh, brief announcements on Overwatch 2 hopefully we get some like new Overwatch content coming to normal Overwatch because of Overwatch 2 being delayed more but we'll see We'll be waiting in anticipation to see what happens, so
1: <laughs> that's uh, I'm sure we won't be alone on that. That's... Oh
0: yeah. <laughs> I mean everyone everyone's mad. Obviously Overwatch 2 won't come out this year, but I expect it at this point. Uh one day it'll come out. We'll see. Yeah,
1: well, that just means hopefully we'll be good.
0: Oh yeah. <laughs> um oh yeah, Overwatch League also announced um, Flash Ops Experimental Card Community ter- Tournament happening in late March uh, and that was their final like, off-season event they announced. Um, Shock vs. the World being the second one. I can't remember what the first one was. Uh, but,
1: yeah. Uh, it was the, the Kanazawa tournament.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so that, that'll be another nice little community tournament. Probably a lot more like that that first tournament they had um, so yeah that'll be exciting happening March 27th and 28th
1: yeah I thought it was I thought it was unique the the gimmick um, it was explained further on Reddit that they're gonna have some kind of poll or some kind of panel of content creators and professionals and that kind of stuff that they're gonna they're gonna come up with their own experimental card uh, uh-huh. <laughs> and, and, and make whatever changes they want and then the tournament will be will be held on that patch that's amazing so, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it would be, be interesting to see, uh, uh, you know, what direction that ends up. Thank you for that.
0: Oh, yeah. Very exciting. Uh, but yeah. Nice, another nice little off-season episode here. Um, got nothing else on our rundown? Joe, you got anything extra to say?
1: Uh, yeah, I don't think so. Uh, you got, like we said, a couple days for, uh, uh, a couple days more for your McCree skin and then only about a week after that for the uh, uh, Lunar <laughs> New Year event. Uh, it was very exciting. Uh, yeah, we're getting close um, close to BlizzCon and all this good news.
0: Yeah, I'm ready for BlizzCon this Friday. Definitely, definitely watch it. Uh, tune in. But yeah, thank you guys for listening. Um, follow us on Twitter. Mine is at JW George IV, Joe's is at Kirkpatrick underscore Inc. INC. Show Twitter's at on the flank show. You can listen to us on iTunes, Spotify, Apple Podcast and Google Play. Thank you guys for listening and enjoy BlizzCon online this weekend.